You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin. And me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved and be happy. Hello, you are listening to The Happiness Hub with me, Kedron Elliott, and my new co-host that's been with us for the last few weeks, Benjamin Stubbs. Hello, Ben, how are you doing? Hey, you're really good, thank you. And yeah, I am your co-host, which is my last one. So I want like cards, flowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd love some cards and flowers, just please. <laughs> yeah, give you as well. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna miss you. Will you come? Will you come back and be a special guest again? Like the Queen just pop in every now and again. Oh, I see. You could do our alternative Queen speech for us every year. <laughs> oh God, not sure people will listen to that. <laughs> just be a I would. <laughs> You'd have to come with maybe a I don't know parental warning or something. I don't know. Yeah, but no, I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and I thoroughly enjoyed being part of this team. I've really loved working with yourself. Obviously, Liz has been part of it as well, but me and you have been here every week just because that's the way it was. And it's been a, it's been great to work with you and yeah, and, and and explore this app and this six happy happy together. And there's been some up and downs, but definitely more ups. Oh yeah, I, I think our final Zoom session that we had on Sunday about letting go was probably the best session we had. I mean, they've all been really good, but like getting them to take part in the um, in the technique about letting go, I thought was really good. Yeah, and I'm really pleased and that everyone did. And, uh, and I know the podcast people have enjoyed that as well, just because it's such a simple technique. It's, it's kind of maddening how how you think, what, can I just let go of stuff mm. through just observing it? And and the answer is, yeah. And, and you know, and it is a choice to let go. It's not a judgment if you want to hold on, but I'm just saying is if you want to start the process of letting go, then you can. And, and like I've said in the podcast and last week, you know, it's the thing of, children let it go because they just scream shout stamp done but we don't we don't express our emotions we don't allow our emotions we fight them and we think they're bad oh angry i'm feeling angry that's wrong so then that anger just gets as we said the analogy of don't think of a pink elephant you know if you try not to think of something it just gets bigger and pinker mm. um so kids just express and they're done but we don't we fester keep it in yeah. think oh, then we feel guilty we shouldn't feel it so then it gets bigger and pinker and bigger and pinker and then it gets to a bigger problem so i think it makes me laugh when i see people's faces when they do it you were like, saying that about watching everybody on zoom while we were doing it yeah of course because i love watching the faces and, and see them going yeah it's only a six now and it's never touch wood this is genuine i didn't want to say it before it's never not worked in all the times I've worked with all my clients, it's never not worked. If they've come with an open mind to think, I'm open to letting stuff go, mm-hmm. then it's never not worked. And it's nice to see the people's faces. And like I was saying to you off air, that I've had clients before laugh because they've they realised when they've let it go that why did I hold on to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just out of habit. Just out of habit. And that thing we said, and you've done a brilliant quote this week, of like, you know, that we think by letting go, that, that we've given up and they've won and it isn't letting go we've won because we've gained our power back and it's mm-hmm. so that's the whole premise of the, the the technique really well there was something on the blog that i wrote because I, I lifted quite a lot of the stuff that you wrote in the app by the way so it wasn't all mine <laughs> <laughs> it's very good Kedrin. <laughs> oh that's bob on that Kedrin. i'm like yeah most of that's what i lifted from me what you put in the app but i was saying something about like because you said about this whole six week program and this is what our podcast is today about it's just summarizing the six weeks and kind of how it's all gone because we we are we are in our last week, which is all about letting go. And our, our clients, we've got a final Zoom on Sunday with them just to see how, how they've got on. But it's just kind of doing a bit of a summary and talking about it. But I think on that 
blog, I said something about it's a small change around your awareness, but it can make such a big difference to the way that you feel. Oh, that's the idea. That thing that I said when we started last week's podcast, when I said, look, the thing I want to say straight away and we'll dissect it is that myth that if we let go of holding on to resentment or anger towards other people that we've lost and they've won. And it's that little voice in our head that's tricked us since day dot. And when you realize, like you said, that small shift of actually, yeah, I'm still pretty mad, but at least I know I can let it go and I want to in time, then you've started to release grip of it and it can start to shift and heal. But if you're going, nope, 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 he's a numpty, nope, 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 then you're stuck in, you're stuck at, you basically, the analogy I'd say for some of the clients is you're picking the scab. Things happen to us. So it's a really good analogy, it's a bit of a gross one. But- <laughs> It's analogy. So say, for example, something happens to us. Um, sorry, if we if we cut our hands, ouch, it hurts. Someone does something to us, ouch, it hurts. So what happens with your hand? You've cut it accidentally and then it bleeds. We get upset. Then what happens is we know our hand will heal. It will slowly scab over. It might take time for it to stop bleeding. It will scab over. It will get a bit itchy. But eventually our hands heal. It takes time. And the same with our emotions. We People do things. We naturally cut, it hurts, we cry, we bleed. And then with time, it heals. That's what kids do. Scream, 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 done. What we do as adults normally without realizing is metaphorically pick that scab. Mm. We complain about it. We don't let it go. We talk about our ex. We talk about the government. We talk about Brexit. We talk about traffic lights. We talk, pick, 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 pick. And what happens when you pick a scab? Never heals. So that's the thing of when you realize these small shifts in just perspective and not suddenly go make your zen and make your, you know, but it's a go, yeah, why am I doing this? Why am I picking that scab? Why do I have to constantly talk about Brexit? Why do I have to constantly talk about um, the my neighbors or the traffic lights or the, the rain? You know, I don't have to, actually. It's so funny we do that. And the picking the scab is the best analogy because it never then fully heals. And people say, why do I feel like I'm not healing? And it's normally because a lot of times we pick the scab. Yeah. Would you say that our last week then, this holding the the letting go one has been your favourite week? Because you talk very passionate. I mean, you talk passionately about each of the different themes that we've had, but this one in particular, yeah, I think you get quite animated about it. Yeah, because I think it's just one of the biggest things. We've saved the last week for that reason, because it makes more sense now going through the gratitude, going through looking after self-care, going after the whole app, like we said last week, has all been about awareness aware of what you're eating aware of how grateful you are aware of your habits aware of your food aware of your exercise you know and this so this is a perfect last week because it's like going look be aware of when you're holding on to stuff like be aware that it's not a it's not a weakness to let go and, and that's why i think because with my clients to see their faces and to see tears and to see you know just a smile and then you sometimes laughter when they've started to let things go, they never thought they could because in some ways I'd given permission to let go. So the reason why I'm p- passionate about it, and you're right, is because it's so freeing that think how many things we grip onto not wanting to let go. Mm. You know, politics, family, life, weather, work, exes. And when we go, actually, yeah, the past, I don't have to hold on to this. I'm actually free. I'm not a bad human being. I'm not a. Re- I'm not an irresponsible human being to let it go. Because actually, by letting this go, like I said to you in the previous one, I'm probably more zen than ever. But I'm more like childlike now, so my emotions come quicker and they're sharp, but they're done. I'm less a pushover than ever. I've had an issue. I'll say it, mm. but but I'll wait until I'm calmer, and I'll say it. I'm less of a people pleaser now. Let things go, you know. So, it's the premise of I'm still working on this. I'm, I'm a 39 year old adult that has been trained to not let go but 
I spot it more. And I think, Ben, do I need to hold on to this? And that technique we did is part of it. So my passion is that, like you said a minute ago, them small shifts can make such a big difference mm. in the long run because you're not holding on to, you know, all those hot coals. You're not spinning 20,000 plates trying to be peed off about that. I'm annoyed about that and annoyed about this and losing your own energy to live your life and enjoy your day. So I think it's because people, I feel like people, it gives people their power back, their life power back. I hate using the word chi energy because people then start to roll their eyes, but you're, that energy within you, because you're draining your energy by stressing and complaining. So that energy is within you, you can put to more proactive uses. I actually thought after we, we did that podcast, there's a couple of people I know who do really, really dwell at the past and the certain things that they hang on to. And a bit like you were saying on the last week's podcast, they just kind of keep bringing it up and it always crops up in conversation so I had said to quite a few people I said our oh, last post- podcast was really good you need to have a listen to Ben say <laughs> <"Ay> up <laughs> and you'll, you'll be feeling a lot better um but I also did like and I'm not just saying this because it was my week but I liked the self-care week in particular as well because I always remember ages ago when I was not in a good place and going to see a counsellor and the counsellor was saying to me what do you do for self-care and I sat there and I couldn't think about it and I was thinking that's probably one of the reasons my head is, is in the shed because I'm not taking that time. And what's been really interesting, and I know you kind of believe in the law of attraction and things. You know, you only talk about, you know, when you buy a new car and then you keep seeing it. Yeah. But throughout the whole six weeks, and I don't know if it's the same for you, I think I've learned a lot from you because of what you, you do. But also, like, I'm picking up other things and maybe it's because I'm looking for it as well. But there was some something I was listening to the other day, podcast, I think it was. And they were saying about how a lot of us live our lives kind of on automatic. And so we're kind of just going through life, but almost not experiencing it, just going through the motions. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we're saying about awareness. Like we've talked about in this app about aware, aware of self-care, aware of, aware of gratitude. So all these things we're giving them has made them go, whoa, hang on, it's... Because they've proven that 95% of our day today is exactly the same as yesterday. Mm -hmm. The same drive to work, the same conversations, the same uh, way you brush your teeth, the same everything. 95%. So you're right. 95% of our day is subconscious. We do it automatically without even thinking about it. Like we joked about driving to Blackpool. It just feels automatic. You can just do it without thinking about it. And you're absolutely right. So what this has done, it's been a jolt to the system of most people to go question certain things, be aware of what they're thinking, to actually think, oh, what things am I grateful for? What things am I looking after self-care? Or what am I actually eating this week? And those things are are, are jolting that 95%. And and so that is what's been great about it in the sense of it's made people look and be aware and question. So they might not take everything with it. They might not, they might stop the gratitude. But I think what what a lot of them realized was how little, they were grateful and it wasn't me to judge them or to shame them. It was just to go, just to put a spotlight that 95% would we do, like you said, of your friends, your loving friends and family that still moan about the same things or bring up the things from the past. That's our habit. That's why we did the new habit week. You know, it's all subtle things, but it, the, the key of it is the same. And going back to what you said about the, the kind of what you said, of course, you change your mindset. You will then, is it bad or Meinhof? You will then start to be attracted to different things. You'll see things. You know, you'll start to see things that were different because your eyes, instead of looking for negativity, are looking for positivity. So your eyes might quit, catch a podcast in the corner of your eye that it wouldn't have before because you're subconsciously, because our eyes only focus on certain things. Subconsciously, we pick up other things. 
That's why your natural eyes will gravitate towards certain things. But if your subconscious is a bit more positive and your subconscious wants to find things out and be better, then your eyes will start to see those things in a plethora of, of choice. So that's what's happened for you. So you've noticed you've done these things this week. You've done your gratitude. You've done your letting go. You've done your self-care. And your eyes are looking for different things than they probably did before we started these six weeks. So it's evidence of your mindset changes what you see, literally. In, that's just neuroscience. It's not just even woo-woo stuff. Woo-woo stuff. <laughs> well, people say, like, oh, it's woo-woo. Yeah, like, just yeah. like I believe there's a lot more going on than what we see. You know, and science yeah. is starting to prove that, like quantum physics and all these uh, yeah. quantum mechanics and all these different things. But even just that mindset, we said if you get a new car, you naturally see it more mm. because it's important to you. So you start to see it. So even from a kind of matter of fact, you know, science in front of you, that's what happens. So of course, if you're negatively mindset, then you're going to look for negative things. Your eyes will naturally look towards the negative things on Facebook. And what's happened is this has, has changed some people's circuits and they'll naturally then start to look for things that are more optimistic or you, you'll want to look for them. Rather than coming in going, oh, I've had a crappy day, crappy TV, done. You've gone, oh, okay, what can I find? Oh, that book's quite good. Or And that's what you've done as a leading example of, of doing the, the app yourself along the way. But you also, I've also found that I've noticed it in other people as well. I've noticed when they're being negative. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, a, we, I went out for a run with me at the raft the other day. And I was saying, isn't it pretty with all the blossoms on the trees? And he goes, yeah, until the rain came and blew it all off, washed it all off. And I was like, oh, I can see, see the bounces. But um, I want to ask you, like, when you go through doing like a six week program or is it six week you do with your clients as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. six week new habits. Do you do you find that you learn new things? Of course, I'm forever learning. I'm I'm not here to fest like sat here on a hilltop being Zen AF. You know, <laughs> I'm still like everyone. I'm still learning. I share everything that I've gone through, like the Sedona method. I did on myself, and I still do. I did it the other day, actually. Um, if I spot things, I'm thinking, right, I could. I, this has just been here a bit too long now. This is not. This is you know. This is un- it's irrational. It's not wrong. It's just irrational. I shouldn't keep thinking the same thing. Um, so I'm forever learning. Yeah, I learned from clients who mentioned certain things, but I've always hopefully had this, not hopefully never had an air of superiority. I'm like you. We're all the same in this. We're all this together. When I worked at, the, at South Cheshire College, I chat to the cleaners, I chat to the coffee girls because we're all the same. We're all in here. We all do the same things. Um, and, and I'm just sharing with you things I care about that I've seen work with me. And that's why I do this job or do this role. But I'm still learning. I still learn new techniques. I've learned one the other day, some muscle testing to spot negative um, uh, self-limiting beliefs. And that was really cool, called the emotion code. Love that. So I'm learning that at the moment. Just because, like you said about the, we were chatting about barefoot running off air and mm-hmm. we're all learning stuff all the time. So yeah, of course I do. Of course I do. I learn uh, and I want to. Well, we all do. We're oh, forever yeah. learning. Well, I think also if you're passionate about it, which you clearly are, then that kind of drives you to to find out more, especially in terms of helping people as well, as as well as yourself. I think, though, because we all want to, I want to be the best person that I can. I'm not trying to set myself up to be someone perfect or I don't fall down. Like I've had, a, you know, a few wobbly weeks a couple of weeks ago, but like it's, you know, that's because we're all human. That's never denying that fact. But these things help me deal with it. They've helped me see through the mist they help me see what's going on and understand it a bit more um and everything i'm sharing is because i want people to you know help people with what i've gone through like we all do 
Mm-hmm. Hairdressers cut our hair because they love cutting hair and they're helping us look good. And you've got people, you know, it, it's the society really. It's just that I love helping people help themselves. I think them. I think if you speak to any hairdresser, they'll say that they're hairdresser slash counsellor as well because when oh. you're in that hair seat, in that seat, aren't you? I bet they get told all sorts. Yeah, my auntie um, once she says, because remember we're joking about her, um, her maths and grammar, maths and grammar. And she went, yeah, I'm not the best A star student at maths and English. She said, but I know I've been an ear to many, many people that just needed someone to chat to whilst I've made cut. And I said, yeah, that's the thing. When I used to teach uh, college. I taught like maths to the kind of construction lads and hairdressing girls. And um, I don't mean a bit general with gender, but that's basically what it was. Um, and I'd have them come to my class and I, they had to do their retake maths with me. And they'd all come like broken, hating maths, hate school, hate college. And I was like, look, guys, you're not going to be aim star mathematicians. That's fine. We need hairdressers. We need brickies. All I'm after is to get your maths to a basic level so you can do your sums, you can do work out your bills. <laughs> but I said, what we need is hairdressers. We need brickies. I said, you know, it's not a bad thing. We need people that are good with their hands. You're just good with your hands. Mm. And I always tell them the story of the hairdressing girls of my auntie Mal, who kind of, you know, who, who's been a hairdresser all her life and said she's been a counsellor on some levels and had tears and to help people through their, you know, sometimes it's just company for the older girls. Mm-hmm. So... That must be where you pick up some of your some of your positivity from then yeah your auntie that does the hairdressing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've always been wide that way, but but then it has been I could fall down too because I you know I have to realise I'm not like this. I'm I'm not this every single day. I have my wobbles, mm. but I just believe that life innately good and people are innately good. And I think that's the weather happens. I'd never forget that. And then um, so, sorry, I was going to say that's very Carl Rogers that. Because I'm like my background is uh, person-centered uh, therapy, and it's all based around Carl Rogers, and he always says that humans are or always inherently good, but you know it's putting them in a situation where they're going to thrive. So he always talks about have you heard the, like the bag of potatoes? Oh no, no. So he talks about like it's like a bag of potato. If you put a bag of potatoes in um like in a cellar in a dark place, that situation is not going to be good for them to thrive. And so that they're not going to be the best person that, you know, the best potato that they will ever be. They'll never be a Mr. Potato Head. But if you take those same potatoes and give them the light and the sun and the the water uh, that they need, then they will thrive. And it's the same with human beings. We all basically have potential, but sometimes our situations and the things that happen to us kind of, you know, leave us sat in a bag sprouting, (laughs) you know, not growing into a lovely potato plant. When I had my, um, when I was teaching, I taught, they were called the naughty lads and the naughty girls because they didn't want to do it. And I always got taught them. I always got put that class because no one else wanted to teach them because they really struggled to teach, quote, teach them because they weren't teachable because they didn't want to do what they wanted to do. So a lot of my time and, and energy was caring for them, loving them and being there look and saying, guys, look, you might have been a little bugger at school, but I said, I don't care now, you young adults. I will help you. I'll help you with CVs. I'll help you you can call me Ben, you know, don't call me sir, you know, and I'll help you, you know, and I always try and give him the time of day. And I said, look, I don't care what you did at school. I don't care what you, if you smashed windows, I said, you shouldn't have done it, but I said, you're here now. And what's nice is I, I did that. I left obviously a year and a half ago to do the business and I still see him out now. And I was out the other Friday and these lads come bouncing over like Ben, oh, Ben's best maths teacher. He's sick. He's sick. And I taught him eight years ago. And so you've obviously made an impression then. Yeah. yeah, it was lovely. But the reason I'm saying that is these are lads that 
had been written off. And this lad now has got his own business. He actually um, recruits drivers for AO, you know, the big uh, delivery. Mm. And, and I always said to him, lads, you're not stupid. Just stop using excuses. You're not a kid, kid anymore, but use your intelligence. Yeah, you might have been mathematicians. I'm not a brickie. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm not good with my hands, I said. So So what was nice was this lad had just proven the fact that, and I've seen so many lads and girls and doing really well for themselves, that that been written off and it's like you said it's giving them that time of day and giving them that and i you know and in that I'm, i wasn't a perfect teacher some days they'd pull me out because they were naughty but <laughs> it's having that care and love and i think obviously you doing the counseling and that and i think innately that's what we've got we all want to succeed it's just sometimes people have been like you said to use your analogy put in a black cellar and the people go oh they're bad potatoes i'm like well hang on let's ask them why Mm. And, and when I chat to my lads, when I did chat to my lads, their stories were hideous. I'm thinking, no wonder. <laughs> I'm not mm. excusing what you're doing, but like, God, no wonder. Like, and it's that having that um, innate. And that's what I think for me. I don't think anyone's born a homophobe, a racist. You know, kids naturally get on. It's only when they start to learn minds, they start to snatch. <laughs> and, and they get indoctrinated through whatever. So that's why I always have faith that I think whatever happens, innately we're good deep down on some people <laughs> <laughs> deep down on some people um i want to talk a little bit about some of the feedback that we've had from the app yes. and some of the lovely I... things that we've seen um so we had 11 participants that took part in our six-week wellness program and uh, what was lovely and, and you said this before ben about using the the app is looking at some of the things that people have kind of fed back from and i particularly liked for me, we're still kind of running the program, so there's still a little bit of data that's come in, but just looking at the things that people were grateful for. Um, you know, little things like, um, you know, I was grateful uh, for for my children to come and talk to me when they were stressed. And I, there's been a lot of talk recently um, in the news about the mental health of, of the younger generation because of COVID and they're missing out on so much stuff. And also about making sure that people open up, particularly younger generation, because that can be quite hard as well. So that was quite nice. Uh, what kind of things do you get get back from? I mean, I know this is all kind of confidential, and we, you know, we weren't going to name any names. But what's the sort of things that really kind of like get you get you in the in the, in the art? Oh, there's loads. I think it's when they just. It's like we said, just to go back a bit, where where the people struggled when we first started the app to write five mm. things they're grateful for. I think it's things with their their family is really lovely. Um, you know, when they see a, a, a good deed or um, it's lots of things. They, they all get me, really. It's just that that thought that they've gone, oh, that makes me smile or that I'm really grateful that happened. It's that it's more the benefit I see them getting than the actual thing. Because some of them are lovely. Like one was I loved like um, I remember when I did, I think I must have said this on the, on the Gratitude podcast, but I went to college and did a month's sessions with the students. We picked random students out. And I remember with this one group, um, I said to them, got them all through gratitude, five things are grateful for. And then I, then these, these were random students, didn't know each other. And then so one of them said, is Nan. And I was like, right. So I kind of went on the list. Right, brilliant. I said, why do you like your Nan? And he was like, oh, she's just like sick. She's like, looks after us. And she took me and my dad in when my mum left. I went, oh, amazing. So she said, your nan really cares. I went, anything else about your nan? And he went, she's a great cook. I went, amazing. What else about your nan? And it was just giving people that time to watch his face kind of light up as he was thinking about his nan. Mm. And that was lovely. And then 
we went, I did it a few in this class, this one class and we did it. I went to a few people and I said, one said the dog, not a lot of the lot of them's a dog. And then I said, uh, what's like about your dog? Oh, when he comes in and gets mucky paws, mum goes mad. On the, on the, I'm like, oh, be, and we said, what else do you like about your dog? And we did this for like 10 minutes. And at the end, everyone was smiling. I said, how's everyone feel? And they went, oh, they went, I feel really good. I feel really good. I feel really good. And, I, and it's that, that just that kind of gratitude. So for me, it's just seeing people getting benefit from it. It's mm. so lovely to see. You know, we were saying just before about how like law of attraction and, and kind of seeing things that tie in. And um, we've got a happiness hub Facebook group. And um, one of our group members is also one of the Nantwich Buddies volunteer group. And she posts quite a few things, but she posted one the other day that said, um, don't moan about anything all day and then see how you feel at the end of it. <laughs> and I thought that just can tie, ties completely in with our gratitude week. And is it, it just summarised exactly what we were trying to do with it. Go back to the 95% thing again that you said that I knew that anyway in this sense, but you obviously discovered it this week through mm. other means that, that we run on autopilot. 95% of today is the same as yesterday. That is a shocking amount because we'll do the same thing. We'll make the same number of brews. We'll have the same cup. And it's, and but what they found, this is a really interesting fact as well that I didn't, that I loved. That's why people, that's why it's also hard to make changes because you slip into that rhythm. You slip into that groove naturally. Like you said, that's my rhythm. That's my groove. So the idea of the app is the jolt, like a physical jolt for people to go, whoa, whoa, because they're having to do it because the app says to do it. But that's why sometimes doing weird things like brushing your teeth with your opposite hand. So if you normally go, like sounds weird, but go for a wee, then a shower, but going for a shower, then a wee. You know, <laughs> it, it's certain things that just trick the brain. But what they found, this is really interesting. Sorry. Four things. You're right, you probably would go for a wee, then a shower. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but what they found is it's easier to make new habits, like new pathways, like what we could have done if we do this again, is made everyone, give them 20 things they've got to do differently whilst doing the app. Because they've proven that by doing these random things that set the brain off and, oh, this is normal, oh, oh, oh. from that kind of chaos, yeah. it's then easier to make new pathways mm -hmm. rather than replace the old ones. So, yeah, they found like saying brush your teeth through a different hand or you know, listen to a different radio station or go a different way to work or anything that jolts you out of that 95%, mm. then while you're doing that jolt, then be great, being thinking about what you're grateful for. That helps because then you're not in the old groove of just moaning about the weather or moaning about the traffic lights on that corner or, oh, that black building looks a right wreck. You know, it, it the new the new habit of just making something different is it, it kind of clears your brain up to make, new pathways easier I so maybe that could be next time. yeah i suppose that's just the crux of mindfulness isn't it um somebody bought me like a mindfulness jar with different things that you had to do and one of them was like you know being mindful about something that you do every single day to take you out of that automatic kind of um thing that is life and one of them was about putting a key in a lock and it said something about like every day when you unlock or lock your door think about how it feels to put the key in the lock what sound does it make what does it look like and that sort of thing and that's a real way of getting you out out of just automatically um, I was also because my mind's whizzing now thinking that would be really good for people who've got OCD you know when people like have to come back to their house like a million times to check whether they've locked it or not because you're always in the stress about it and automatic pilot it's like being really mindful about all the actions that you're doing anyway i'm going off on a tangent a little bit no but you're right there's a there's a thing that i'd, I'd done on my other app but not on this one because obviously we had a lot of things and it was only six weeks and we didn't want to bombard everyone yeah. there's one thing called the three-point meditation which is basically 
you it, it's it's called three point it's three point three senses you focus on it's like now if i was in with a client i'm sat on my chair so i'd say to him feel your weight of your bum on the chair you know feel the way i'm on this kind of kneeling chair but feel the weight of your bum on the chair at the same time pick something in the room to look at so you'd pick at something that would be maybe a light switch or something like that. So you notice your bum on the seat. You notice you notice the weight. You look at the light switch. The same time as looking at the light switch and noticing your bum on and your weight on the on the seat, you listen to the sound. Like now, if we go quiet, it won't obviously be a rubbish podcast. We went silent, but I can hear the whirring of my hard drive yeah. on, my, on my computer. So so that would be literally looking, listening. And them three things, because your brain can't do anything else more than three. So by looking, feeling, listening, it's a really good way to get yourself back in the moment. It's great. It's a grounding technique, that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It's so simple. And one woman that I work with, well, she's a friend actually at college. She said, we're doing that. I went, look, you don't even have to do the other two. I said, just listening. And she said, what do you mean? I went, we hear stuff. We never listen. So I made a listen to the aircon. I went, right, let's stop and listen. I said, don't hear it. See how it feels in your ear. See how it the sound you know is like in your ear. And she literally did it for a minute and she started to cry and she went, That is profound. I feel so much more peaceful. I went, Yeah. Because in that moment when you're focusing on that ear, on that sound of the air conditioner, you're not going, dig, 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 oh, I hate her, I hate her. Oh, she's in that email. Dig, dig, dig. <laughs> you are distracting yourself and 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 slowing down that momentum of negativity just by listening to the aircon. It's bonkers. So doing the key is exactly the same. Going back to um, some of the gratitude that, that people uh, had written as well is um, I was wondering about somebody was saying uh, about lots, lots of people saying things are grateful for the partner or their family or, or their dog and their cat. But there was one, uh, one person who said something about like their partner and how she was very grateful about him doing DIY and cooking, cooking dinner. And the same about your, your pupil was saying great stuff about his nan. I was just wondering whether your pupil said to his nan about what he really loved about her and whether our participants said to her other half, those things that she put down as being grateful. It's you know a really good point. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But what, what we could do in the next app is to tell people that you're grateful. That I mean, could be a brownie one, point, that. Excellent yeah, maybe points. if we do it again, is on the gratitude one where they have to tell someone they like them or tell someone thank you or, you know, and, and tell them how much you care for them. And, and that could be a really good one to do. I mean, obviously, this is a, a trial yeah. and we're seeing what works well. Yeah. Um, and I think that'd be a good one because it's so lovely to hear, you know, I, I try not to fluff, you know, I don't try to lie. If I don't think particularly like something, I just won't say it unless he asks me an opinion about something, then I'll say it. But if I like something or I think someone's done really good, I like to tell them not because I want ooh, to spread positivity. I just think, well, I'd want to hear it. And actually I want to tell them because I think they're doing a bloody brilliant job or I'm really grateful for that. And you know what I mean? And I think it's something that we could do in the next one. I think it's a great idea. We, I was that just reminded me when I used to do Slimming World, and we uh, we always used to have members competitions, and so we'd have things like we had like Young Couple of the Year, Woman of the Year, Man of the Year, all, all sorts of things. But what we always used to do is get people in a group to nominate who they wanted to win. And it wasn't just about weight, it was about who in a group would really help them. And I always remember saying, you know, how often is it we get a chance to say nice things to people? 
and in hindsight I think we get ch- plenty of chances it's just we don't we just moan about people but it was just it was just so lovely to be able to give that feedback because so many people are going around with that with that brain churning around with those negative thoughts thinking that nobody cares or that they're, they're crap and that they're you know that, that they're not any good when with, or not inspirational when they get to get these little comments from somebody I guess, I guess that fits into the self-care thing how valuable that is because you never see yourself like other people see you I think that's really powerful it is and I think it's it's a it's really I've done it with students before and I made them say one thing they liked about each other when I've done client when I've done workshops for students that all know each other yeah because that could be a bit cringy (laughs) yeah but like just right but then but but what is it's because you write things that you're grateful for so you'd write them to when I've worked with I think it was a younger I think it was primary school and then you'd write into a list. You'd get someone's name. Um, so this, it was actually inspired by Chicken Soup for the Soul. It was in there. And there's a story in there about a guy who went to um, war and sadly lost his life. And in his jacket, they found this scrappy piece of paper. And it was from when he was at primary school or high school. And his teacher made the class do this. Where they wrote someone's name. They'd write what something, something you liked about them. You'd fold it up, pass it to the next person. So then everyone would write something positive they liked about you. And and everyone you did everyone, everyone in the class. And he loved it that much. They obviously realized, because obviously he kept on him for like 20 odd, 30 years later. Mm-hmm. That how lovely is that? That this guy had because all the nice things the class had said about him. Mm-hmm. So it's something that they, again we can give positivity. It's not about being airy fairy or just you know giving out for the sake of just giving it out, but just genuineness, like. Like I've said to you, like the way you've run this and the you're the kind of glue and the you know, it's been fantastic. So I'm not saying that, you know, and I mean that. And um and I think it's just nice to to be honest and genuine and be grateful and thankful. So maybe we could in this next one do a thankful week yeah. where we tell people how thankful we are for them. Maybe that could be that could be um, another task. Prototype B. <laughs> <laughs> um so I don't want to keep keep keep, uh, keep you too late, Ben, because it is quite late on the Thursday evening now. But I just want to sort of talk about some of the things that people have fed back with that we haven't done the full feedback yet, but a couple of comments we've had from people um, dur- during the six weeks. Um, so the kind of things that people have been saying that they feel better for reducing time on social media and watching the news. So that was that was two weeks ago, wasn't it? The new habits one. Yeah. Um, Amazing which is good the app feels really easy to follow and makes perfect sense so that was really good um but they said it just takes a bit of getting used to and thinking about retraining your brain so i think the app was pretty good uh ergonomically it's just <laughs> thought in the brain now is always a difficult part isn't it, it is it's tried to be uh, laid out as best we could and obviously we we uh, and there's only so much we can do we were tweaking it as we went along so we, we, we're learning um but yeah, that's so lovely to hear. And the habits one is a good one. I mean, everything like your self-care is, I'm really proud of it. And was it perfect? No, of course, nothing. We, it can always improve. But I think for our first prototype and our first trial run, I think we should be proud that it, we got enough. We, it, You know, it's, it's, there's so much information we could have put in. But I think it was enough for people just to see. And actually, some of them might just go, do you know what? I'm going to keep being grateful or I'm going to cu- keep social media down because if you remember rightly it's interesting we had that feedback so you remember during the the follow-up so when we were talking about the week of habits mm-hmm. in some ways a lot of people were, were grateful that wrong way grateful but they were like it gave them the excuse to cut social media without looking like oh i'm anti-social media you know they've gone oh thank you give me a, you give me the excuse to cut it down <laughs> 
Because it is, yeah. when I cut it out, people were like, why? I was like, oh, I used lint in the end as a reason to cut it out. Um, but yeah, it's interesting people have fed that back because that was, I knew that people, it'd be, a, when I said it, I remember people's faces like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it can be a big one. But again, it's it's a bit one of those sort of things that you, you can kind of, you just do automatically, isn't it? Yeah. Um, there's a couple of other comments. So we had um, somebody said several things I've picked up and found really have worked for me. Stuff that I knew already, but I've repackaged it and given it new life. So it's been really useful. Um, and then about that is the common sense. When I've done workshops, people have said it's just oh, you teach us is common sense. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like it's nothing groundbreaking. I mean, we all know it feels rubbish to watch news all day every day, but we do it. Yeah. It's just giving people the kind of take a step at awareness again that's all so you just forget about it don't you, you just it's yeah. just a habit you get into because we have that societal pressure sorry you know like when we like we should watch the news we should be sensible we should yeah i should be aware but don't have to be you know you can be informed but not inundated and that's the difference isn't it yeah and it's making a conscious decision about it isn't it rather than just getting into the same patterns and yeah it comes back to the awareness again doesn't it being yeah. aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it um, I, I particularly like this one, and and she mentioned it when we were doing our Zoom. But she said, "I don't, I haven't, I haven't got a problem with doing a bit, a bit of self care. I like being told to watch Avengers movies and tend to spend some time with my little brother." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, people don't need excuses for that. But sometimes, you know, sometimes people do. I mean, there has been a, a, one person that contacted me during the six weeks. Who's, who said, and only a couple of weeks ago, said, I'm going to have to bow out because I've not got enough time to do it. Um, but it, yeah, it, it's about making the time for you as well. And I know it, it can be difficult, but that's what it's about as well. It is. And, and the thing is, you've got to have that will. And not that this person did, and it's not a judgment in any way, shape, or form. But I think something like anything, you've, it, you, if you want, if you, like if you really want to do something, you'll you'll find the time. And sometimes it's just not right. Yeah, you, what you've got other yeah, yeah. Might, be, might not be the right time. Yeah, exactly. And it's not a judgment that people aren't ready for it in any way, shape, or form. It's just saying that sometimes it's not now. But if you want to change, like I said, to, you know, in the first podcast, you know, if you want to lose weight, you know, you'd eat well, you'd exercise, and just science because your calorie deficit and because of exercise and burning, you'd lose weight. You know, if you go to the gym you build muscles. Same with this. If you just start doing these simple things, you will see a difference. Um, you know, that you, I, obviously I can't promise a utopian life, as I always say, but you just are lighter. And, and that's the thing, it's just a kind of mental science, really. By just practicing a few things, you could feel better. And that's if you want to, but it's free will, isn't it? No one has to do anything they don't want to do. Well, exactly. And that's what we've always said about the six-week programme. I know you said you got the hard weeks and you were like, oh, this is a task that you got to do this week. But you said, you know, we're not going to judge you if you don't do it. It's there if you want to. And it's entirely down to you. We can't make you do it. Yeah, and that would take away the freedom because otherwise they won't do it. It's like kids tell kids to do something they don't want to do it. Tell them not to do it, they want to do it. It's more like giving people the inviting people to try it and saying, look, try five gratitudes every day. Try doing some self-care every day try cutting your social media down just give it a go see how it feels and i think i reckon genuinely some people will take i don't think they do everything but i think they'll take some things from this for the impression i got from the zoom calls i think a few people will be like yeah i'm gonna keep that up so that'd be nice yeah i i think that they they will definitely especially during that last session um you know people being really open-minded for it which has been great because you've got to be haven't you in order for it to work and i've got to say 
you've interviewed me brilliantly in the past six weeks. You've been a fantastic host. But I want to kind of turn it on you That's and just it. ask. Yeah, but you <laughs> I feel like I just do the talking. I swan in, talk on a podcast. And, you, know, <laughs> you do all the behind the scenes stuff. But like, um, so what have you, so for you, I want to ask two questions. Well, same question, but two answers. How have you found it? What's, what have you found it doing the app? By that, I mean being part of the app. Mm-hmm. doing the six-week course and how have you found running it what's been the things you've enjoyed most from it what has been well actually doing it as a participant I would say that um well it, like I was saying to you it, it's that awareness and kind of like picking up things that I've uh, been aware of before but not really practiced them so uh, you know my mental health's been up and down over this last year like a lot of people's have because of COVID and things have changed for me and things have happened. Um, but I think also running it's helped me with my mental health as well. I feel like I'm doing something positively. Uh, but I've, I've learned loads. As a participant, I've le- learned loads. And I also think that there's some techniques there and things that I can take as a as a counsellor to, to use with clients, um, you know, different ways and different perception, um, perspective and looking at things. Um, in terms of running it, I've, I've just really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed getting to know you a bit more, Ben, and talking to you about stuff that actually lights my fire as well. You know, talking about Eckhart Tolle the other week and uh, we were talking about barefoot running earlier and stuff. And I was <laughs> like, well, I bet Ben might know something about this. So <laughs> um, and, and that's been great. But also it's given me such a different perspective. In fact, doing the whole Happiness Hub podcast, you know, when you first you came on that first time um, we invited you on as a guest and around that time Nigel was there the hypnotherapist as well just talking to people with different skill sets on how how to help people because we're all in that kind of um uh, what's the word I'm looking for just arena arena I was going to say circus which is definitely maybe <laughs> <A little> t- <laughs> Uh, same arena it's just made me open my mind to so much more than just counseling and what more there is out there as well does that answer your questions yeah I think that it's interesting because I think you're right I think it's going back to the I think that there's a like every piano has a high low high notes and, and low notes and I think sometimes counselors because I did a year counseling course I have to scribe for it long story um and you need someone just to be there at your depths and just be there as a mm-hmm. sounding board then you also need the springboard to like, okay, well, I'm not there anymore. What do I need to do? And I think sometimes that's a missing gap where inside we kind of wait till they're at the bare bottom before we go into help. And I think what, what I've done with try to make my app and the same with this happy happy is people that, okay, I'm not at the, the, you know, the depths anymore, but what helped me make new pathways. And I think that's what I'm proud of it about that. I think we, you know, that, that's what I think hopefully you've found from it, that it's about like, well, how do I feel better then? Okay, I feel like I'm not there anymore, which is great. And then we kind of just get, we let get lost in this limbo. Well, I don't know what I am now. Well, I'm not healing. I'm not there anymore, but I'm not fully there. So it's kind of, that's what I like about the idea of, you know, being a more kind of like, just try these things, you know, like a healthier diet, literally. Mm. Try try eating this mind food. Try having that for your dessert, mindly. (laughs) And I think that's what you probably found more of it's been a counselor you've obviously had people telling you and sharing things that are very obviously you know, they're not in a very great space but then when they're past that it's this type of stuff which is yeah really handy to kind of give people some sort of structure into how to build better mental health 
Yeah, because you sometimes feel like when you're counselling somebody, you've done a lot of work with them in that room, but then when they go back to the real life, then what happens to them? And you never, you never really know. But also it's been given people the tools to help maintain what that work that you've already done as well. Um, and different things work for different people, obviously. So this kind of app would probably work better than somebody who needs to do a lot of maybe you know, regression and timeline therapy and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it, it's finding what works for you. I think it's where they are on, on the healing path. And I think it's just this kind of, when they get so far, then there's nothing. It's like, right, okay, we're not in the depths anymore. So off you go. But then people then don't really know how to, they don't realise that watching the news constantly isn't good. They don't realise that not going outside isn't good. They don't realise that moaning about the weather isn't good. And we and they get, and then they slip back into the old patterns. And that's all I think we're here just to kind of shine a light on. You know, these are things that you could do just to help your mindset, you help your mental health generally. You know, like eating a healthy salad. This is like a healthy mind salad. So actually watching the news is like eating KFC, 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 KFC. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can have a bit, you know what you're doing, but, you know, don't keep watching it. So I think that's where this is app, I hope, continues. Um, I know wrapping up the podcast, but I really hope it continues or some sort of, we get more funding to continue it or we can yeah, expand yeah, yeah. it or we get, so we can, we can be that missing gap where, people aren't in the depths anymore but they want a little bit of help just to create a new give me some structure to help me be more positive give me some structure to help me see the world in a better place and i think we're in a this app and with obviously some tweaking and it could be in a great place so i really hope if anyone's listening that could fund it moving forward that'd be amazing wouldn't it good shout out that then yeah definitely but i also think it's not just when people have been in the depths and had that it's also putting something in place before you get to crisis and we've talked about that a lot in a lot of our podcasts about like you don't need to be at that bottom point or suicidal to go and get help go and get help before then yeah and that's the idea of this you're right actually so i'm thinking i'm going from the, the ground up actually people that are slipping people might not realize that just watching the news all day can, can can send you in a tailspin complaining about stuff can actually lower your mood so there's all these different things that you could do to help just give people a new trajectory and give people and a kind of some sort of structure that do these things and you will start to see differences you know because otherwise they're just like oh, i've got to be more grateful what does what does i've got to be more grateful mean you know what i mean it's giving them right okay we'll get five things every day every night and all day ask yourself like when you go to your job what things do i like about my job but people are like, well, I don't know, I've never asked that before. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's these things that people hear they should be more grateful. People hear they should be more positive. But what does that practically mean in their day-to-day life? And it's and hard how to do it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why the app structured evidence, videos, uh, accountability. It gives people the structure that if they want to, it's there. And that's what I hope. Whether they're going from the ground up or they're wobbling a bit and they want a bit getting back on it. I think it, it could really work and uh, I really hope that we could uh, continue this. Plus we'll get to continue doing these podcasts. Yay, that would be lots of fun. I've really enjoyed it. Before we wrap up, Ben, what's been your highlight? Oh, I've loved it all. I think <laughs> I've loved it all. I think the Zooms on a Sunday, because not that I was dreading them, because obviously we're honest, I was thinking every Sunday I was like, oh, do I want to do it? And will people want to listen? And, but I've enjoyed the catch-ups. I've enjoyed the laughs. I've enjoyed seeing the journey. I've enjoyed seeing people change. So, yeah, if I'm going to pick one thing, you know, I've answered eight things, it'll be the Zooms on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. getting together and, you know, before it was chatting about line of duty, then that finished. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, 
So it's been brilliant. It's been brilliant. It'd be very sad it's over. I just hope it does continue, not as for our sake, selfishly, but just mm-hmm. I think it's a cracking little process. Yeah, well, we'll be getting feedback from from everybody next week after we've uh, done our final week. And we've still got our last Zoom session to do a bit of a wrap-up. And then uh, it's a wrap, isn't it? Wrap? Oh, my yeah. God. Be weird. But it's been lovely to get to know you as well. And you're a good egg. And, hey. Uh, I think it's a right back at you. So uh, it's a love fest. Now now we are being back. <laughs> you. You're thankful for me. I'm thankful for wow. you. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> but yeah, but no, it's been really great. And obviously I don't know how many people listen to the podcast along the way, but you know, with the with the app, but mm-hmm. hopefully people have enjoyed the app for what it is and just take bits and if you just take ten percent of it, that's ten percent better than you before. Yeah, you know I mean? definitely. If you can help what even just one person, it's worth doing it. Yeah, exactly. And the and plus that's a ripple effect onwards. So. Mm-hmm. Right, let's call it a night then, Ben. Thank you ever so much for uh, joining me again tonight, late on this Thursday. It was my fault we were late. Yeah. <laughs> we were born late. This is super late, bro. <laughs> it's dark and it's summer, so it must be about 10 o'clock. It, it's nearly half past 10. Oh God, sorry. Uh, I I can't I cannot be mad at anybody for being late. Out of our little group of friends, I am always the one that is late. So I cannot be mad at anybody for that. So you're fine. I was hideously late, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're forgiven. Forgiven. Oh, Are we doing one of those exercises later just to get me get rid of? <laughs> Could I? Would I? When? <laughs> right, then I'll see you on Sunday. All right. Yes. Of our final Zoom, and uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Take care. You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin. And me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved and be happy.